If you like Taste Test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. Have a taste. You are now in the zone. Zone, zone, zone. With Taste Test Live. On our podcast, we provide our listeners with insightful music digestion sessions, what's happening in the music and entertainment industry each week. Also, on Taste Test Live, we feature artist interviews, awesome backstories, and we might even get an exclusive song from one of our guests. Yeah, I love that. That's right. Our goal is to keep our podcast subscribers happy by offering new and fresh content. If you have an album or a single coming out and you want to promote your music or your book or your artwork or share a great story about your career career in the music industry, drop us a line. You can do that by heading over to our website at tastetest.live. Head over to our contact page and you just might have a chance to be a guest on the show. Yep, that's true. Mm. It is time to have a taste. Taste. Welcome to Taste Test Live. We are here again for some exclusive interviews, music news, and laughs. And joining me in the studio are my Taste Test Live co-host, Mr. Blue Francois Extraordinaire, Ooh. and the lovely and feromonious MJ Baker. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. Did you guys have a good turkey day? Yeah, I kind of worked. Kind of? You worked? Yeah, Chelsea family didn't prepare to have something healthy for me to eat, uh, you know. So, so do, are you a vegetarian, right? I'm kind of a pescatarian. A pescatarian. Okay. Yeah. So everything so had there, pork. The options were limited. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So we ordered a pizza. I mean, so Chelsea <laughs> went to Target and got a pizza for me, though. Aww. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Okay. You should and tell you, me what well, it made you some vegetarian collard greens. Mm. Um, it was amazing. I can say, it was really, really great. Okay. I played um little red Corvette for a 107 year old woman and. 84-year-old woman and 85-year-old woman. And they enjoyed every moment. They, you know what? They did not. They wanted gospel music. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you sung Prince. My my brother-in-law was like, um, do you know any hymns or anything? (laughs) I was like, like, that's not uh, part of my set list. I was like, "Mm -mm, but I'm going to play this Prince. And they gonna like it. Did you play it in the style of gospel at least? No, I guess it shouldn't know. By the way. Mm. <sighs> and wow. you know what? You know what? And what's so funny is they stared at me. It's kinda like, you know, because it was my mom and two of her really good friends. And so, you know, I was like, that baby good. That baby real good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, wow. I would have been like the hundred and seven year old was like Right, exactly. <laughs> she was ready, like ready to go. Like I need some. She needs you to bless her with some gospel. Come on in the room, gospel. The gospel according to Prince. The gospel according to Prince. That's what you did. That's what. That's what you did. Whoa, that's you're reading from the wrong book. <laughs> At first, I started out with the Stapleton sisters. Uh, I'll take you there, right? Which mm-hmm. they they enjoyed that. They enjoyed it, but you know that song is all like bass and you know and they just repeat and I'll take you that ah, you know yeah. and I wasn't in the mood for that so I just <laughs> <laughs> so I just did I'll take you there I'll take you there a couple of times and then I was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have recorded that oh I 
would love to have seen the faces. Exactly. I just would have loved to. My family was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> your, your Thanksgiving was hey. interesting. Mine was, um, mine was a much needed vacay. And I said it was my white Thanksgiving. Mm. It's my first, the first Thanksgiving I've ever had with Caucasian people. Oh, oh. I thought you were yeah. gonna say snow. So I'm like, God bless. Super, 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 super excited. I thought you were gonna say snow when you say white Christmas. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't snowy. It was actually spent in a city called Calabash, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, the food was amazing. It was very, very good. Oh, good. And I got a chance to actually decorate the first ever live Christmas tree. So my, my best friend Michelle's cousin Judith let me trim her tree. Hmm. Nice. So I was happy about that. And um, it was good. Five days away. That was not in Jacksonville. I missed my bed the most and I missed my dog the most. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Shelby. So, and, I had a, and I had a weekend. Oh. So anyway, um, Blue, why don't you take a quick moment and tell everybody um, what Taste Test Live is all about since we had this long deviation away from the introduction (laughs) on taste test live we discuss what's happening in the entertainment industry our podcast features exclusive interviews and occasionally we feature some new music releases you probably won't hear anywhere else if you are interested or know someone who might want to promote an upcoming single new album concert or just drop by to share your newest project get in touch with us Head over to our website at tastetest.live. Complete the form to be a guest on the show. And if you like what you heard, please follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we are at Taste Test Radio. I would like to introduce our first guest of the night. Yes. 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 Mr. Ar- Robert Arley White. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. How what was your treat? Thanksgiving? It was really, really nice. I had like a lot of Thanksgiving. I started on Sunday and just worked my way through the week. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of left. Did you do leftovers? No, I really didn't. No, you know, no, I went okay. to I went to That's other good. people's houses and and whatnot, and so uh, um, I made uh, a really amazing sweet potato souffle, and I brought that home and mm. I ate it, and it was really good because um, well because it's really good, but I also put ice cream on it, and that didn't hurt. <gasps> mm. right. So that oh you just kicked, kicked it up a I'm whole notch. You, yeah, Matt, we might have to put a special order in. Yes, yeah. no, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, and like, okay, you know that other holiday. I'm with you that people celebrate. Oh yes. Um, me and Blue, yeah. me and Blue, will buy the ingredients after he proposes. No, why did he just make it and I just buy that? I'm not, I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> oh man, I have so many questions rolling through my head right now. No, I'm gonna. No, you know, this is my first visit, so I'm about to. Bob, please ask, ask. Go, 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 go. Yeah, you don't have to behave. Okay. Yeah. When right. people tell me be good, I said no. Yeah. I'm gonna be good at it. Right on. That's my reply. <laughs> Because that's how you do that. That's how you do it. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to take a quick moment for our first time listeners. People who don't know who Robert Arley White is um, and take a quick moment and just educate the masses. Yeah. All right. So Mr. Robert Arley White is the principal of Robert Arley White and Associates. And he has over 25 years of experience overseeing and advertising nonprofit organizations in Northeast Florida, where he also has been active in promoting a host of arts related community and civil rights initiatives Mm. in recognition of over 20 years of successful legislative and community advocacy the city of jacksonville named august 12th 
Robert Arley White Day. Do you know how wow. old you generally have to be to have something like that happen in your life? That's huge. <laughs> it's awesome. That's huge. In addition, the Jacksonville City Council similarly authorized a resolution in his honor. Additionally, the Cultural Council of Greater Jacksonville, where he served as executive director from 2000 to 2013, named its most prestigious award the Robert Arley White Award for advocacy, mm-hmm. and I was there to witness it. Awesome! Oh yes, I was. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful! I, sure was. I love yeah. this story. Yeah. Previously, Bob served as the executive director and artistic director for Theater Jacksonville, where he was directly responsible for the artistic di- direction of fifty plays and worked to produce dozens more. A recognized artist in his own right, Bob has received numerous awards for his performances and directorial undertakings. He continues to collaborate with Charlotte Mabry. Until recently, the principal percussionist with the Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra in performance and storytelling events. He's also collaborated with Barbara Colicello, first as director in her one-woman performance piece, Life on the Diagonal, and also as a storyteller. Bob also began his career in Northeast Florida as a teacher, first at Wolfson and later at Fletcher High School, mm-hmm. where he loved learning from his students. That's true. Wow. Man, that's a lot. You did a lot. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How did you have time to do all that? I don't know, and I'm still so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Still that's more awesome. to go. Still more, yeah. Still more yeah. to go. Still kicking. Still more to go. That's, that's fantastic. exactly right. So I went to, I'm an actual Wolfson, uh, Wolfson alumni. Are you and really? I had no idea. So when, oh. when were you at Wolfson? I was at, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> I was there from 1979 to 1987. And then I went to Fletcher and I was there till 1990. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was in at Wolfson in the early nineties. Okay. So yeah. Okay. And I missed you. Missed I you by like a hair. I loved teaching at that school. Let me tell you something. The teachers at that school at that time were uh, so turned on by teaching and the students, yeah. and they were, you know, vaguely subversive mm-hmm. and really interested in turning out people who could think. It was fun to be with them, and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm just so lucky because I could have. I could have been anywhere, and I ended yeah. up there. It was yeah. really, it was a very fortunate experience. For they me. were fortunate to have you. Oh, that's they sweet. Were. Thank so you. So your your tenure at the Cultural Council of Greater Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I have some strong ties with that organization uh-huh. because most of my friends are all artists. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so I I have support a lot of their initiatives, support that organization as a whole. What was it like working for them for so long? Oh, I I really loved it, but it was hilarious. And and if I may, yeah, you know, when I. Uh, when I was at Theater Jacksonville, uh, I enjoyed working with the actors and I enjoyed putting on the plays. But when I ended up, you know, running the joint, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know anything about running a small business. And I learned a lot mm-hmm. quickly because the organization was really in some kind of trouble. And then, uh, you know, I, w- I was in the office one day and, you know, somebody was screaming at me. And I thought, you know, if I have to solve this problem one more time, <laughs> so I need to find something else to do. And then the opportunity came along to be at the Cultural Council. And for whatever reason, um, they... They brought me on board, and I did not understand for the longest time how political uh, that job is. Mm-hmm. And because the big thing that the Cultural Council does is it distributes public tax dollars to arts organizations. Right. And so uh, I learned very, very quickly. Uh, a lot of people at City Hall and also in the community thought, you know, this <laughs> this man <laughs> needs some help and reached yeah. out and helped me. And I got to tell you, during that time uh, at the Cultural Council, um, when uh, budget shortfalls were happening, we were never caught. We didn't. 
always grow a lot, mm-hmm. but they never cut back on us. And I believe that that is because the investment in arts organizations is probably the best investment that a right. city can make. Mm-hmm. Just that return on investment is extraordinary. And there was a city council president who once said, you know, um, we thought we were going to be a great education city. And we struggle with education. We thought we were going to be a great football city. And we struggle with football. And we thought we were going to be a great this. We thought we were a great that. But the thing that Jacksonville has, to which there is both uh, legacy and aspiration attached is art and culture. Mm-hmm. You know, Theater Jacksonville, that, what's that? That is the longest running continuously producing community theater in the cosmos, I think. Yeah, and yeah then, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then uh, you've got all these other arts organizations that have been around for a mighty long time. And um, that doesn't just mean that they're old, it means that they are relevant. Right. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't be happening. Right. So yeah. uh, it's, it's really exciting. You know, I know we were laughing about this earlier, but, you know, when people say, you know, there's nothing to do here. It makes my head explode because yeah. all that says to me is, well, you're not paying attention because yeah, exactly. you couldn't possibly do it all. Yeah, they're living under a rock. Right. Or right. a, a coquina shell. This is a very <laughs> exciting time to be in this I city. Uh, now, is, I think it's very interesting that you said, um, you know, that the arts is what has survived mm-hmm. over, over time. Mm-hmm. And so, but so how do we, is it possible for us to develop a better culture because like you said because it's like how do we get the people in the city to Mm -hmm. recognize that Mm -hmm. I mean you know what I mean a little bit more that is such a good question and uh, and it and it has a, a very kind of a tricky answer because, you know, it's like uh, air. It's like breathing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody said, what is the secret to life? Well, the secret to life is breathe. If you do not breathe, you will die. It's just that it's simple. It's plain and simple, yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So so that whole function of breathing, oxygen, air, mm-hmm. but we don't think about it. Right. We do not think about it. It just happens. Mm-hmm. And we have these conversations and we do these activities and we move through the world. Art is very, very like that. Because if you think, where do you go in your life where there is no art? It's in, certainly it's in restaurants. It's on the street. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it's in your houses of worship. It's, I'll bet you it's in your house where you live. You know, uh, if you're Some people might not think it's art, but... But there it is. I mean, but, you know, if you're in a room and there is no art in it, there's no color in it, you're probably in trouble. (laughs) Right. Probably somewhere where you don't belong. And um, so I think that art, first of all, is everywhere. And I also think that art is the thing that says to everybody, you get to go. Everything else says, I belong, you don't, I can go, you can't. But... Anybody can listen to this piece of music. Anybody can look at that painting. Anybody can participate in, you know, a public art project or enjoy something that's just sitting on the street. Yeah. It belongs to everybody. Right. And, well said. Yeah. You know, I agree. I think it's very, very, very important. It is the, the place where we all come together. Mm-hmm. And, and even, you know, when you think about that, I mean, there, there are some political implications in all of that, too. Yeah. You know, right. and thinking about access and thinking about availability and uh, all of those things become very, very important. It is a great equalizer. So, so Bob, like I think, I mean, you, based on your bio alone, you've been at this really interesting crossroads, a combination of arts, education and theater. Mm-hmm. Why is that so important to you? Oh my gosh, because I just, it gives me life. It, it, I love it so much. And I'm, you know, and I'm lucky in a host of ways too. I mean, good golly. Um, I had a meeting today with Charlotte Mabry because we have a thing coming up next week that I'm very excited about. And she and I have been working together for so long. We're like, you know, 
our, our joke is I can smell your thoughts before you Ooh. think them, you mm. know, right? That's and, good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that kind of uh, dynamism in a partnership is luscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because Jacksonville is the place that it is, there are lots of opportunities to do things. I'll be very honest with you. My career would have been impossible anywhere else. This is the only place where I could have done the things Mm. that were done. But the other thing, too, is um, you get to bring, like I was saying earlier, you get to bring people with you. Everybody gets to go. And, of course, that's thrilling in, in, in and of itself. And telling that story to politicians to corporate leaders to civic leaders to children to schools to i mean it it is it is really really thrilling work it's impactful work i think that's all i can really tell you it it has meant the world to me and i couldn't have done it anywhere else yeah that's that's great um you know as a as as an educator i think that there are uh many many times that people like in in education, not even arts education, but just an education right. in general, that are taken for granted because you yeah. guys are at the helm of mm-hmm. really infusing a young generation or a, a you know, a, a palatable generation, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, um, with with this love of the arts or this love of music or mm-hmm. a love of whatever. Right. You, you're influencers. You're the first influencers. But, you know, it happens uh, not just in those arts classrooms, but, you know, because you've probably had them really, really, really creative teachers who were able to, you know, ignite something beautiful yeah. um, in, you know, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but some extraordinary geometry formula or mm-hmm. theory or something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. And it, it, when you think about it, it's all about being creative and expressive so that you touch somebody's life. Absolutely. Right. And that happens in all of those classrooms. We have really astonishing, dynamic, amazing teachers here in Duval County. We really do. Yeah. We ought to celebrate them a, a bit better than we do. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. I mean, I can say, you know, for me, um, in, you know, going to stand, one of some of my most influential um Teachers either um, cuss me out in the classroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had a teacher cuss you out? Oh, definitely. She cusses out every day. But she's my favorite teacher. We're Facebook friends right now. And I thank her, you know. She's my literary teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that anymore. Yeah. Um, but then also, um, my social studies teacher, she... So, like, you know, when you talk about other nations and nationalities and you talk about social issues. And so she used to say, hey, we're going to dress up. You're gonna make your own costume, da da da, and you're Eat gonna that present food. right, and you're gonna present that project and different things like that. So it really puts you in it. Instead of you just reading words on the page, it brought everything you become to a life. part of the, the yeah. whole experience. Mm-hmm. You made it very creative. So yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I've always said, listen, when I get to be king of the world, every <laughs> senior in high school is gonna go someplace where they probably don't speak your language as their primary language, right. and you'll just have a year to figure it out and then come back and tell us about your experience. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Be. I think yeah. travel is, you know, two, two choices, two decisions you can make where you never make a mistake. One is to go to school and the other is to travel. Mm-hmm. Those two things you'll always, always be better yeah. off. Yeah, I've loved my teachers. Speaking of Thanksgiving, one of the, and I, I missed the tradition, I would have to say maybe like the last three years. Um, but one of my favorite teachers who t- also taught at Wolfson is Chris Force. Every year on Black Friday, yeah. she would put up her Christmas tree and she would invite all of the alumni from Wolfson to come and 
put bring ornaments and trim her tree. Oh, how sweet. And she'd have leftover, she'd make homemade granola, she'd have leftover turkey. Yeah. And it became a thing. So you, you know, I could be there from the, the class of 94, dating myself, and then, you know, I'd see somebody <laughs> from the class of 2002, there's somebody else from the class of 2005. I mean, it, you know, it's kind of cool. That's very sweet. And we sweet. all love her the same. That's exactly uh, right. That's awesome. diff- different ways, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But Bob, what's next for you? What's on the docket? Mm-hmm. Well, up? a couple of things. I'm really, really excited. So, um, um, I think it's not a secret to anybody. My favorite restaurant is Biscotti's. It is my dinner table, right? And so, right? <laughs> I yeah, love the desserts. Uh, and so um, I would sit at that bar and talk to Laura Evans and Darren Ronan especially, and they would say, Bob, you need to put this on a stage. And I thought, nobody's going to come see this. And they were on to me for like a couple of years. And so about a year ago, I said, okay, 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 let's do it. So Darren has the Ronan School of Music. Mm-hmm. And Laura said, and we're going to call it Raw Talks. Robert Arley White oh, Talks. That's right. Yes. And Talks and Talks. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, we did uh, three performances there, two performances at uh, Bab's Lab over at Cork, Barbara Colicello's space, back over at Ronan Studio for a couple of more. And then when I was thinking about this a year ago, I thought, oh, mama, mama, if I'm just really, really good, maybe, maybe do you think they would let me be on the stage at Five and Dime? And I did that last month, which, gosh, was just so wonderful. Congrats. Thank you. I had the best time doing it. And, uh, and so uh, I'm going to be on that stage again next week with Charlotte. And then my hope is to do some things out at the beach uh, in the spring. And so I'm working on uh, – so, see, my thing is um, I, don't, I don't have a lack of content. I got plenty of content. But how, how do you do something that's um, different and unusual? So the way mm-hmm. the Raw Talks formula works is, uh, you know, I've got like – depending on the theme or – or the venue, whatever. I've got maybe three or four anchor stories, and then depending on who is in the audience, that gets me from one to the next. Mm. I'll pop in a couple of songs or maybe a couple of prepared pieces, and then you know when you check in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody says, "Well, fill out this three by five card. Ask him a question," and they say, "Well, what should I ask him?" Well, you can ask me anything. You know, I mean. I'm old, so there's just not not much that's correction. Not you're seasoned. Oh, you're sweet. Um, <laughs> Vintage. Yeah, yeah, I'm sweet. Right. And you're savory, right? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> but but um, you know, like it, it like uh, one of the shows was about um, family life or whatever. So I ask questions about your family or his family or something. But people ask me all kinds of questions. And that's what the second part is. So if it works out really well, a question will spark a story or will trigger a memory. Now, sometimes, you know, somebody will ask a question. I'll look at this thing and I'll go, you know what? I am not answering this. I'm not. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> you paid $10 to walk in here. It's a $50 question. Right. I'm not talking yeah, about we'll, it. We'll, <laughs> this will be off the, right. off the record. Yeah. Come see me afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of that. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway. But that's it, good. I, I like the formula because it does inspire you to continue to talk. Right. And But also, too, I think it's really engaging for the audience because they're like, well, you know, what is what should what should I ask him? <gasps> is he going to pick my question? That question that he didn't answer was that my question? And you know, yeah. so uh, so there's a lot of audience investment too, and it's just real lively because mm-hmm. you're really like talking to people, and they find that they are as much a part of the experience and creating that experience as you are, and that's what I love. And that sort of gets back to the thing I was saying earlier, which is everybody gets to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm really um, interested in blurring that line wherever that's us and them, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a raw talk, somebody in the audience might find themselves performing 
or yeah. or leading a piece of it, and that gives me great joy. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, I really we appreciate the opportunity well, for you to Well, you're sweet to have me on. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank absolutely. Um, this is long overdue. Long oh, overdue. I had the best time. Thank you all so much. Yeah. Wait, yeah. let me ask you a quick. Wait, before we leave, yeah, 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 are yeah, you yeah. still teaching? Every day. Every We're day. We're learning right now, Blue. <laughs> uh, what about in the classroom? No. Well, you know, every now and again, I'm invited into a classroom to, to substitute. No. I, like I, sometimes I'll read to children or sometimes a teacher will invite me in to talk about something uh, to the students. Um, hmm. So, um, yeah, I make guest appearances at school. So <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, it's lovely. And I love doing it. I really do. Any really favorites? Do you have any, any favorite favorites? schools that you like to make guest appearances? Um, you know what I really love? I really love the elementary schools oh. because those kids, they love it that you sh- that you showed up, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they've got real interesting ideas. You can read to them and they resp- they're very, very expressive. There's no uh, filter. You know. <laughs> right, no, right. Kids say the darndest they things. They will let you know. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, to your point, too, uh, the story that you told about your teacher, you have to be authentic because they know. Right. When you're, you're, de- you're delivering a persona or something, mm-hmm. they know. And, and so that honesty that they have, they also demand. And I think that's a, a, a marvelous, marvelous thing. Keep showing your toes. Yeah, may we sure. all get back to that innocence. Yes, right? definitely. I think, yeah, I think yeah. we need that more. Y'all really are the do. best. Thank you Yay, so much. Thank you. This is so great. This is awesome. Yeah. Okay, take one last opportunity and tell everybody where they can find you on social media so that we can be a part of your oh, raw talks. Yes. Okay. Um, social media, look for me at Robert Arley White on Facebook. Um Oh, my Twitter page is vile. You don't want to go there. Uh, oh, just, oh, I saw. I want to be. <laughs> That's what we want to say. I just picked up a ton of followers, and um, and I love the Instagram. So you can find me uh, Robert Arley White there as well. Yeah. Okay. Robert, awesome. beautiful. Robert. He's doing it right now. He's doing yeah. it right now. Click, 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 everybody. You just yeah. gained a follower instantaneously. Awesome. Like, all right. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank you. Thank what a you. treat. Thank Yay, you all a lot. This is fun. Happy holidays, everybody. Hey. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services or wherever you listen to your podcast. Taste Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, then head over to tastetest.live and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening.